Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to Talk is Jericho. It's the pot of thunder and rock and roll. And today we got some serious rock and roll with one of my favorite bands of all time, Kickaxe. Now, if you haven't heard of Kickaxe, if you grew up in Canada, especially in the prairies of Winnipeg, Saskatchewan, Alberta, uh, in the 80s, Kickaxe is one of the hottest bands, one of the hottest new bands to ever come on the scene. Uh, they toured with Judas Priest and Great White and the Scorpions and Metallica and Quiet Riot and White Snake, you name it. They kind of had the uh, opening slot, Triumph. Uh, they had uh, the 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 old time story of rock and roll of having it all and having it taken away and then getting it back and a very very uh, roller coaster ride with the guys from Kickaxe. But they're back now. They're touring, working on some new music, and most importantly, they're going to be on Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea Part Two in January today. Three fifths of the original lineup: Victor Lang and bass player, drummer Brian Gilstrom, guitar player Raymond Arthur Harvey are telling us what happened in the 80s when the band got to uh, some pretty big heights very quickly and then sort of disappeared from the scene right at their peak. Uh, they're also talking about what brought them back together, why original singer George Kristen isn't with them this time around, and how they found new frontman Daniel Nargang. Once again, they got stories about the early days opening for Priest and Quiet Riot, White Snake, why they only did three shows with Metallica before that tour was over. And they're talking all about the making of their classic 1984 album, Vices, and how they got hooked up with Spencer Proffer, Pasha Records, how that was good and bad at the same time. Great, great show today. Very honest. And if you haven't heard Kickaxe, Vices is the album. Go listen to it now. Uh, it's some great, great rock and roll. Listen to it after the show is done. Uh, very excited. Here we go. Kickaxe on Talk is Jericho. Right here, right now. Okay, so there's um, certain bands that uh, affect your life, and for whatever reason, you never forget them. And for me, one of those bands is Kickaxe, one of my favorite bands. Uh, three great records that released all within about three years of each other. And if you grew up in Winnipeg in the mid '80s, you liked Kickaxe. And I'm here right now with 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 Kickaxe, th- three of the cats, Vic and, and Brian and Ray. And I'm really like, seriously, all the stuff that I've done to be here with you guys, it's one of those moments in life where I'm like, this is awesome to be right here on. with Kickaxe. Right on. Thanks, Chris. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's one of those things where like, do you guys, you know, as you get older and we get older and, 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 you know, you play gigs and do what you're doing, but do you ever like sit back sometimes and go like, oh, like we had an influence on people's lives. Absolutely. Uh, we think about that all the time, uh, hopefully in a positive way. Yeah. Uh, especially you, Chris. I mean, world star like yourself. I mean, that's flattering to hear, mm-hmm. you know, from a superstar like yourself. 
And uh, yes, you mentioned Winnipeg, and that had to be some of our best times we've ever had in our life. Uh, example, the Black Knight. The Black Knight? Uh, Judas Priest, the whole band and crew watching us at the Black Knight, and George drives in with his motorcycle. And <laughs> also, George, used to, George, the old singer, used to ride a Harley on stage. Yeah, kind of well. ripped Rob Halford off a little bit there, <laughs> yeah. but uh, hey, it was right a into CBS the bar anyway. Records promotion. That's uh, digging the t- back into the memory banks here, yeah. We were we just released Vices. We ran into the Priest guys in Calgary like five days before coming to Winnipeg to do the debut of the album at City 92 FM there with Stevie Young and everybody. But CBS delivered a motorcycle, a Harley-Davidson motorcycle with the Vices cover art all over it. And they brought it from Milwaukee to Winnipeg. Wow. So mm-hmm. it just arrived. Nice sponsorship and, from Harley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was that day. And then priests show up at the old Winnipeg Arena and they come down, and Halford's waving a contract that says Kick Axe is taken over from Great White. And the contract, I saw it. It said Madison Square Gardens. Hmm. And we just went, nah, these people are on drugs. This that is, was supposed to be our first show. It was supposed yeah. to be. Uh, Great White wouldn't give it up, though. They said, no, no, okay, it's bad enough. We're getting kicked mm-hmm. off, <laughs> off the tour, but we're not giving up. Uh, that We'll end there. So, yeah, we tagged up. In, it was Harrisburg, Pennsylvania the night after. Oh, well, suck it up. We got to do 35 dates after Madison Square Garden. So I, I think we mainly got that because of my uh, black leather studded harness <laughs> and my black shorts. Well, dude, you, if, you guys, okay. if you guys are getting into kick ass, you got to go see the video for On the Road to Rock, where <laughs> yeah. Brian uh, has one of the greatest shorts and studded <laughs> suspender combination you'll ever see. <laughs> Lederhosen. But let, before, Lederhosen. before we get into all this, like, like this is what we're talking about. Like uh, It's funny, one thing about the Black Knight, we used to hang out at this uh, convenience store right near my house it was called shortstop and the guy behind the desk his name was bob and uh one time it was i think it might have been after this time frame he's like yeah it was the black knight the other night and my friend says he saw rob halford kissing a guy and we're like <laughs> oh. bullshit there's no halford he's not gay <laughs> stupid yeah. meanwhile how do we not know he was gay that's <laughs> yeah. right it's so and rob i told rob that story he's like how did you not know chris come on man <laughs> but that was the time back then yeah the black knight and the heavy metal culture but kick acts like we said you guys have a lot of steam when you're talking about harley davidson putting on a promotion and, and priest uh coming to find you because Vices is still one of the best records from that era. Thank you very much. Uh, seriously, what led to you guys getting to that point? Because I know you had a long history in the bars and you guys were playing for years. But what finally, let's say like a year before that, led to you getting this big push from CBS uh, and to leading to Priest and and, and and touring with Whitesnake and all these other bands that you went out with? Ray, you want to take that? We were always having, having the work ethic during the club scene here of rehearsing and writing new tunes all the time. So it was just, you know, we knew that's what we wanted to do. We weren't happy just being a cover band playing in, in Vancouver. We knew what we wanted to do is write our own stuff and get out there. And then uh, Stratichuk, Gary Stratichuk from Winnipeg uh, approached us and said that he could promise us an international or a U.S. Canada record deal. He was the manager. He was the manager. Mm-hmm. And he said he would manage us and get us that deal, you know, within a year's time frame. And if he didn't, then we could all just you know, go our separate ways. But mm-hmm. we we churned out, you know, multiple cassettes, I guess, back then of, uh, of songs, demo tapes, like we live off the floor at Mushroom Studios. We did about a dozen songs there, plus more. And those those were, uh, 
you know, given to Gary and he chopped them around and then it just snowballed from there. You know, and- Were you a, a, a Winnipeg band, a Vancouver band, a Regina band? All three. All city, all, every, all three cities claim you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. And, that's, and they're all right. You know, right. They're all right. Remember? Started in Regina. Uh, we actually... I was homeless, so... Yeah. <laughs> then we, You'll take any one of the yeah, three. We, yeah. <laughs> we were vagabonds for a few years till we picked Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And then... Vancouver just couldn't handle kickaxe, you know, the the agency people want yeah, the we we were too heavy. So we said, Well, let's go to where the getting's good and mm. that that was the prairies, our old stomping grounds. So Regina, Saskatoon, Winnipeg, yeah, Brandon. Winnipeg, yeah. Because Vancouver was more like, because you're talking about 82, 83, more of kind of a pop music, Brian Adams, Loverboy exactly. type scene here. Yeah, talking right. the slugs, that sort of thing, right? <laughs> Make yeah. a network. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's mostly Rubber Boy fans, yeah. <laughs> rubber Boy. Careful. Sure. Hey, but um, we are yeah, friends we're good boys. friends. Yeah, they're of great course, people. Of course, of uh, course. Another thing is that we just worked so damn hard and we partied every single night with all our fans. After we were done each show, they were all invited to our rooms. Mm-hmm. So... We basically got to know everybody and where it gets around. And so every show we play, it's just packed and they know mm. they're going to party with us at the end. We just relate <laughs> with them all night and it was real. Like, I mean, we just wanted to uh, mate with them. It was the social media <laughs> of its day. Girls and guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. you're talking about the grassroots thing because, yeah. like, like we said, the fact that you had three cities all claiming you guys that is that is a pretty uh, badge of honor shall we say of showing how much of an effect you had in those fans yeah you that's know. where you're playing of course we're from your city right <laughs> yeah well that's <laughs> we always saw kick axes from winnipeg man well, they're from winnipeg well, management's there, so gotcha, enough, right? yeah. gotcha. Yeah. in in the heyday that that would be the most truthful answer would be winnipeg was hometown mm. yeah because we were there for close to two years before the bottom fell out. Mm-hmm. Let's not get into that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it was home base with our manager. Gary was also Street Hearts manager, and we all know how that went as well. So we'll, well just that, leave that, it at that. That's something that, that, that I'd like to just talk about, on, not getting too crazy, but there is another another band like a Street Heart too. Street Heart and Kickaxe to me are the two bands that should have been worldwide huge. Now, listen, it, things happen is what it is, but still the quality of the music is amazing to this day. I listen to Street Heart oh, yeah. all the time. I mm-hmm. mean, Street Heart to me is equivalent of lover boy but even better that first album sure was just ridiculous but why why does lover boy get to where they got and streetheart never got out of canada manager manager same thing plain and simple wow yeah yeah political connections well not to get into a long-winded thing gary stratichuk was great and his heart was in the right place he did everything he possibly could I still have the Denny's napkin he wrote down his, his, his contract on. 90 days, I have a U.S.-Canada... Is that what it was? I've got, I've got, I've got the napkin. It was wow. a Denny's in Calgary. <laughs> it was selling out every club. Yeah, and it was, the word was on the street. It was a big buzz. So he just he caught wind of that and went, it flew out well, I'm going to get on early. I'm going to get on now. Right. And he just wrote that on a napkin. I said, if I don't get yep. you a record I've deal in 90 it. days, we're null and void. So his heart was in the right place. If you want to just... Jumped to Loverboy for a second. Couple guys from the original Streetheart, right? But they had Bruce Allen, who learned a thing or two with uh, some guys named uh, Bachman Turner Overdrive. And yeah, made a few. So he he sure. had that in his hip pocket. He was a monster. He manager. was already absolutely a plus shot. a promoter too, a big oh, time promoter yeah, up here, so, right? 
he had a leg up 10 times over on Gary Stratichuk, but that's not to take anything away from Gary. He gave it everything he had. But I guess, I guess the, the things haven't changed that much. It's still like that to this day. If you have the right guy behind you, you're going to get the push and get the breaks yeah. of like, well, if you get want, the, yeah. if you want lover boy, if you want Brian Adams to be on this bill, there you go. book lover boy too, or yeah, whatever, right? whatever it takes. Yeah. The leverage. Exactly. <laughs> sure. Sure. Exactly. And then, but then you have to deliver, you know, if you get mm-hmm. that golden opportunity, you know, a yeah. band like Loverboy, they could deliver the goods mm-hmm. and, and, and do a good show. So it's, you know, it's, it's all the chances are laid before you. You have to make good on it. Right. Because right, right. if you blow it, well, then. Well, sure. But that, that's the thing for you guys. You, you had Gary who came on, but then the Vice's record, once again, being just that we have this thing, a perfect album. What's a perfect album? Every yeah. song has to be an A minus or better. Yeah, to the yeah. to the listener, and Vices is one of those records to me. Thanks, Chris. So Thanks. when you're making it, did you you get the deal with CBS, which that's the same as uh, was it Pasha, right? Pasha, yeah, yeah. yeah Spencer Proffer, Quiet Riot, Mental Riot. Health, yeah. is on Pasha. So yeah. Spencer Proffer's the producer, also produced Quiet Riot, right? Yeah. Which is nice because he had the number one album in the world, and we were the next one in. Wow! Right so after that, that felt yeah. pretty yeah. damn good. Mm-hmm. Right. He flew to Edmonton. And there was a minus forty blizzard blowing there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. He flew flew to Edmonton. We we're playing some hellhole. I don't know what it was called. <laughs> yeah, people were shooting needles in their arms, like table, for, like tables right up by the stage. It was crazy. And I remember the first song, I blew out my bass. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the bass first head up, like, it happens. Put your foot right through it. Yeah, something hard. only a drummer would understand. Just how much of a bummer that is, right? <laughs> it's the most major yeah. drum that you need, the bass drum. But <laughs> what do you do the kick drum, yeah. as in yeah. this yeah, case. That's right, exactly. But a little sidebar to the situation with Gary Stratichuk getting us in in, in with Spencer Proffer is Streetheart. The very last record they ever made was Dancing with Danger with Spencer Proffer in Pasha Studios. So, so that again leads back to the, you know, you have connections. So we were the benefactors of that connection. Sadly for Streetheart, they didn't set the world on fire with Dancing with Danger and then ultimately broke up mm-hmm. and writing was on the wall. But we, we got the benefit of them blazing that trail into mm-hmm. Hollywood. So, because heavy metal was was so huge back in that time frame, talking oh, about nineteen eighty four. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. the scene was on fire. Yeah. Our yeah. timing was impeccable. Yes, yeah, so. right <laughs> it was all you, right Brian. Yeah. <laughs> it was all you. You know, already <laughs> typical drummer. He's already the the hot shot of the gang. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But 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 when you so so did you guys did you guys fly to to L A to record the record or where did you record that album? Yeah, it was in uh, it was in recorded Hollywood. and rehearsed uh, pre production in yes. L A. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like when you take five Canadian skids and stick them in Hollywood. Yeah. And then, record a rock and roll record. Oh, yeah. And we the movie star condos were, were with all the movie stars and the, the yeah. Valerie Bertinelli pools. jumping in and out of her yeah. uh, Mustang convertible at Paramount Studios across. We were at That's Gower right, and Melrose. Yeah. Wow. And Astro Burger. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was quite the deal. And, and to be uh, clear, it was a van hauling a U-Haul. That's how we got down. <laughs> yeah, but we had to drive because we couldn't we couldn't leave the country without 22 cases of O'Keefe's extra old stock <laughs> to keep us lubricated in, yeah, in so California. Yeah, it was too weak. Oh, no, we could. Yeah, we, we uh, honest to God, I'm not making that up. We mm. yeah, we did have quite a few of the cases, I think. Yeah. With two fours, yeah. I think we, we allowed for five two fours each, and that included our sound man. And they didn't freeze? 
No, no, it, it got warm real quick. By the time we got to Tacoma, it was warm. Just a little uh, for for uh, our American uh, brethren. A two four is twenty four beers, oh, also known as a two four. Yeah, take off, <laughs> you know another another uh, word that Americans don't know. You guys, you guys are pro guys. Parkade. Parkade is right. Parkade, yeah. Yeah, no idea what it is no in the states. No idea whatsoever. So what is it? It's a, a garage? parking garage. A garage. Okay. Yeah, parking garage. It's not yeah. a parkade. I said parkade once. They looked at me. Another one was a Ryan Coke. You want a what? A Ryan Coke. You're drinking a Ryan Coke right now. It's not. It's a whiskey and Coke. Whiskey. No such thing as Ryan Coke. Yeah, yeah exactly. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What, what do you what do you recall from that time frame, Ray, being there on Sunset Strip or whatever recording? Well, just you know, being in L.A. I mean, mm. just that thing, just the fact that the, uh, you know, that the apartments we're staying in, they were called the Oakwood Apartments, and it was I know just the place. This, yeah. It was uh, massive. I mean, the just a to, w or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah the scale yeah. of it, like it went from A to Z, yeah. and then you know, double A to double Z, like there was you know, you know huge. But yeah, it just covered a whole hillside, and I mm-hmm. thought, wow, you know, just. Uh, the, the scope and the size of the place really just blew me away. Really. Did you guys go out to like the rainbow? Well, rain, absolutely. Oh, you know what? We lived at the rainbow. Uh, they allowed two weeks for my drum tracks. There you go. Wow. And, I did, it all, I did them all in the first take. <laughs> your, and your bed tracks we were done, done in one and, night. Wow. Because you guys knew these tunes back and forth. Yeah. yeah, yeah so I, I just, I think, okay, well, let's get going. I did one tune. He goes, okay, good. Next one. And I went, really? Okay, good. Okay, good. We're done. Let's go to the rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> for two weeks. So Brad yes, and I we, we got the regulars. party for a couple of weeks. Uh, <laughs> Tiny Tim. Tell the story about Tiny Tim. Oh, yeah. I was, I was Tiny Tim's manager. That's right. There. Really? He At the him. rainbow one night. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I bought, my, bought my, I bought my friend a strip club in Japan once. The strip club is yours. Sign it. <laughs> so how did you become his manager? Well, he was just sitting there and, you know, Tiny Tim, you know. And then all the women were going by, and they weren't really giving him the time of day. So I was stopping the ladies, go, "Hey, hey, Tony Tim, man!" Anyway, that was fun. But the the, the funniest thing was Richie Blackmore oh, on yeah. our table because we were sitting with a hot chick, and he wanted this chick, and uh, so he sat with me all night, and uh, I got to talk to Richie Blackmore all night, and God was such an influence on my life. It was oh, crazy, yeah. and I, I was going, uh, "Should I get into telling you how they influenced my life?" And I went, uh, "No, I better not." No, <laughs> you know, he, he, no, don't bother. <laughs> But yeah, we spent a lot of time there. Mm -hmm. A lot of fun. And then let's talk about the video because because for me, my first exposure from Kickaxe was like you said, every every city had their local um, uh, video show, and the one was City Vision. Nineties of it with with uh, Terry. That wasn't Terry. It was Terry something or other. Not Terry David Mulligan. He's a Vancouver guy. Right. But they said, you know, here's here's here's, here's the new band Kickaxe. And you're like, well, what is this? And then, of course, we'll discuss the video. This this amazing video comes on. This great tune on the road to rock. Um, but there's a story. You guys film that in L.A. as well. We did, Hollywood yeah. High, Hollywood, Hollywood High School, yeah. Wow, in Hollywood High School. Yeah, so you, classroom scenes, and, uh, yeah. And hot for teacher. So you guys just showing up, like, just to come over here and go over there and do this and do that. Oh, yeah, it's all directed. It's all, yeah. screen, you know, you uh, storyboarded and everything. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so obviously the CBS and then Gary, at this point in time, they're doing some pretty good work for you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were on the sort of the top of the priority list, kind of yeah. thing, as far as budget goes had a at lot that of point. Political uh, clout with he did because with of the CBS Sony at that mm-hmm. time. Past success, he was number one riding. Riding high with Quiet Riot. For mm-hmm. sure. And that's, yeah, after Judas Priest, we jumped to Quiet Riot World Tour. I was at that tour so, as well. Yeah, but let's talk Let's talk about the video, though, because I know uh, yeah, you're, you're at the Hollywood High. Yep. And tell us about some of the stuff that happened on that. Oh, it was a lot of fun. One funny scene I did was uh, I, I had a run and kicked the door down. Right. In the, in the boardroom. Yeah. room, right? Yeah, Snotty yeah, board you, members. You remember that, right? Yeah. So I'm running in my boots and... and and I slipped on the fog juice, and I, of course, there was no hinges on the door. Right? Yeah, the smoke machine, <laughs> fog machine, whatever it was. And ran, 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 I slipped on it, and I just touched the door, and it went. Just <laughs> 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 for a funny snippet. But we're, we're, we're in the shorts and the and the, and yeah, the, oh, yeah. the, the second round that came in, they cleaned it up and I smashed that thing good. Yeah, yeah I remember watching this. That guy's the crazy guy in the band. He's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I probably was known as the craziest guy. Well, I was crazy at that time. I was well, insane. I think. Sure, of course. A yeah. drummer well, in a metal that, band. That was my job, though. Yeah, you so have I was to a be. businessman as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as a businessman, I was told you got to be crazy. So it was crazy, mm. and but it kind of came natural, and I got used to it, and really started to like it. So, so they actually <laughs> okay. told you this is your designation in the band. Yeah, you're, the, you're the animal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> animal. That's it. But you're talking about. I remember something about the the amps too at the, the video shoot. Well, that's that's another sidebar. We were touring with Judas Priest. Oh, we got to make a video. So we played with Judas Priest. Hey, at Irvine Meadows. It was Irvine Meadows, I think. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, that's when Spencer goes, he's there, and the Quiet Riot guys were hanging around, and he goes, oh, we got to get you in, and we're, we scheduled a video shoot, so yeah, this and that. So the Judas Priest guys are backstage, and you know, they're, we had some martial amps. Judas Priest had a whole semi-trailer full mm-hmm. of extra ones. So they said, oh, you're going to need some amplifiers to make a proper heavy metal video. So they gave us 12. <laughs> 12 stacks or what, what, what how many ray you you probably yeah, yeah, know I, I can't remember how many there was there was i think you oh, know eight, eight cabs or or 10 cabs or 12 I'm cabs i'm going yeah, like, 12 i think it was 12 cabs yeah just to give us a whole back wall yeah we had the back wall amps, thing yeah. it all compliments to judas priest you give a little tour of the amps i remember in the video yeah, yeah so i run my fingers down, down. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it kind of says hey look what we got <laughs> yeah. so that priest the priest uh lent you those oh, yeah yeah, yeah, those cabs, really yeah. Friends nice. with them. See, that's really cool because what we say what you mentioned earlier is that that halford basically saw you guys playing at the black knight and hired you to take over from great white for whatever reason i mean that's that's a huge that doesn't happen no very often very mm-hmm. rare apparently he, he actually Came down later and seen us there. He discovered us in Calgary doing mm-hmm. a live broadcast. Yeah, just it just so happened earlier. we were kind of playing, yeah, heading east across Canada. We were shadowing them. They were playing houses. a show in Calgary. Exactly. Yeah. At the Saddle Dome that night. And somebody called in and said, you got to come down and see this band tonight. They do a lot of priests and you just have to be there. So he came in and watched us. And then when our show was over, he came backstage and he's going, where's the vice? Where's the vice? Because I guess he was looking at my picture with a harness. It was the that. very day that Vices was released <laughs> in Canada, though. That's the weird part. And he kicked out our A&R guy from CBS Records. Wow. Kicked out all the record store buyer people, threw them all out, stuck his head out. I was standing right next to him and he waves his arm and he goes, miss, two bottles of champagne and don't let anybody Dom. else in here. Yeah, he ordered yeah. Dom Perignon. Wow. Two bottles. 
And he toasted and says, you guys got the tour. We're, we're, we're firing. What? We're what firing. tour? We thought he was just drunk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Okay. Rhetoric, right? Everything you read in the magazines is true. They're all on heroin. They're all, <laughs> you know, they're they're all drug addicts. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. you, know, you just don't think so, right? No, he meant every word. Next he said day, our management calls, you got the Judas Priest tour. What the hell is going on? That's the, 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 Once again, so, so basically whatever shows you have. So when did the tour start? Like a week later? A uh, month later? A couple weeks yeah. later, we okay. had some obligations to go all the way to Halifax with Canadian dates. Like, we did Toronto, Montreal, which is a whole other story with Alda Nova, like, in the middle of the night. But anyways, <laughs> hanging with Alda Nova in downtown Montreal. Wow. Anyways. Oh, uh, his, his town? His, his town. Apparently, yeah. they have a, oh, some strip clubs there, from what I've heard, in Montreal. I think they've got one. <laughs> Yeah, There's one, one maybe, huh? So what I've heard. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we'll leave that alone. But, uh, we, we had some contractual obligations, Chris, to uh, yes. complete for uh, CBS Records Canada for launching the record. Right. Uh, we ended up in Halifax, didn't we, guys? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, we Crazy ended up in Halifax, and then we started driving down, like through Maine or something. Charlotte, Carolina, and North Carolina. Uh, got no Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Is that the first one? So once again, you're like just a, a hard working rock and roll band with your van and trailer, whatever you had, yeah, yeah. and you just rerouted from Halifax. We got to go down and meet up with Judas Priest. Yeah. Yeah. That's like you got that's a that's a really big deal. Like you're on a roll. At we this didn't point believe it, right? Yeah. So we actually got on stage yeah. we, mm. until yeah. until I saw the Metallion, which was their their yeah. mascot for the, the defenders, defenders of the, of the faith. faith. Yeah. When I saw it. I went, yeah, this is real. Yeah, yeah. This, this really is happening. Real, yeah. Okay. Did the people take to you pretty well, good as fans? Yeah. Really well. Yeah. Really well. Yeah. yeah. It, it was like. Because you have that vibe. I mean, it's, it's a priest. Because we had a great sound vibe. too, Mike Martin. Phenomenal. Mm. Made us sound like a stereo. Yeah. Mm. And they gave us all front of house in, in, in uh, Sorry, that's musician lingo. All, all the sound system. Basically, they're, they're not cutting your lights or cutting no, your your sound no, or anything. Because well, a lot of times, yeah. opening bands get like fifty percent of the audio yeah. and fifty percent of the lights. Yeah, we didn't get the big subwoofers that Judas Priest had, you know, for the for yeah. the thunder. Well, they yeah. used, but, they used you know, to put them on. It, like, but that's uh, understandable. Sure, they used to put them all over and just lay them straight down, so we shake the floor. Yeah, they, they yeah. would they would yeah. put them right, right up against the foundation of the building. You had to right. save that for the mighty priest. Well, but that's fine. But like you said, they're being very they're being very gracious. Very very. Yeah, another thing for, for you mentioned having a great salmon. Another thing, one of Kickaxe's uh, tricks up their sleeve, or one of the best strengths of your band is the harmonies. Yeah, well, four, four four part harmonies in the band. Everybody mm -hmm. sings except for Brian because you're too crazy. Well, um, I, I sing, he chimes in. Yeah. Gotcha. I just sing the lower. <laughs> so you're basically just, so <laughs> you're going four parts, five parts at times. Yeah, yeah. just pushing it. Yeah. A lot of that's one thing I love about bands from from the late seventies, early eighties time frame. Everybody sang, yeah, in yeah. the bands. Like we were watching in the last tour, we, I got a the best of the midnight special DVD. Oh, oh wow, wow! Put it on yeah. the DVD player on the bus, and you know you're watching like you know player. What you gonna do when she says oh, goodbye? And everybody's yeah, singing, just, uh, and it's like Hall and Oates, and three guys in Hall and Oates's band are singing, and yeah. like everybody's yeah. singing. Eagles, man. Eagles, and Journey, and Sticks, and Foreigner. It was just such yeah, a great time. Like you, you had to be. A great musician to be in a band yeah, you couldn't yeah, just absolutely. play and have tracks or whatever it is but that's one thing that kick x really had to me was was all the harmonies yeah a lot of singing right and we, some good we focused there. on that purposely uh, yeah we, that was we just our sound yeah things, exactly yeah. Mm -hmm. sticks queen all that stuff yeah mm -hmm. journey yeah. right and you could hear that with with the heavy background heavy music behind it you yeah, know? yeah the time yeah, was spent that on was that. nice 
yeah to, to oh, practice and, and rehearse that mm -hmm. so when when uh and one more thing i wanted to ask about the video did you guys have any idea that they were putting that thing at the beginning with the what is this crap? Uh, what? Yeah. That's kicking. Yeah, that's, that's no. a good quote about it right there. Uh, no, and I was crap? actually staying at Spencer's house in Beverly Hills at the time. I deny and any knowledge. So, so just as a quick segue, if you guys haven't seen it, but I really implore you to go watch it. So, at the beginning, there's a, there's a janitor. No, there's there's like a, a bunch of classical Beethoven, Beethoven guys, and they yes, yes. want to hear what the new music is. And the, the big giant Kickaxe Vices monster guy is like, I don't like this. And then the janitors listen to Kickaxe on his on oh, his uh, headphones, yeah. and then he what is that? why that's Kickaxe? They're on the road to rock, and then you guys start playing. <laughs> yeah, oh, you got it. <laughs> so I'm assuming. Oh, dude, I watched it probably a hundred times. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's great. That's I even great. showed it to my son. He's 15, and we were, we were talking about the cruise and what bands are on. And he's like, "What's Kick Axe? Well, here's Kick Axe." He's like, "This is great. I love it." It's like <laughs> the same age that I was when I discovered. Yeah, Kick yeah, Axe. yeah. But like I, I was saying, uh, I was staying at Spencer's house at the time, and uh, that's his voice. That's Which Spencer's Spencer's proper voice? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. the puppet, and he got the puppet made and everything like that. And then he brought it and showed it. Larry was staying there too. Uh, Vic and Ray and George yeah, were right. staying back of the compound. Back in Burbank, <laughs> but. Uh, we were hanging with him and he put it on and I looked at him and go, you're not putting that on. <laughs> it's already done, he said. He said, he looked at me and goes, it's already done. And I went, yeah. okay, bye. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. First, so many things you have no control over. For people that think that guys in bands have all the say. No. None. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, you, you know, like you said, can you imagine? you know, the video and you see this come on and you have no idea. And whether if it was your idea or you liked it or whatever, yeah, but yeah. just to have it dropped in you. Yeah, now, totally, totally. Nice it just was slammed right in. Now, know? but for, for a kid at my age, it was, was four, 84? Yeah. Oh, so I'm yeah. 13. Yeah. And that was, what did you think of that intro? Well, okay. So at that time, every band had an intro, right? Like the you know, Twisted Sisters, obviously the, go. The, the, the pioneers right right and so you you were expecting a rat wanted man like exactly. yeah if there was a video yeah. beforehand of motley crew did a lot home sweet home it almost made it kind of like more epic so watching it now as a 48 year old man mm -hmm. that's pretty cheesy right yeah absolutely but cheesy. as a 13 year old kid i thought it was pretty cool like oh, yeah, 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 yeah and okay. all of our guys did the same thing why that's kickaxe yeah 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 <laughs> well, that's good it didn't affect our record sales it didn't it didn't uh -huh. because vices was a was a big hit in canada yeah, yeah. and in totally, the states yeah. as well yeah yeah it did it did yeah, pretty darn good, good for sure yeah we didn't get to gold there but hey we got damn close did you get gold in canada yeah oh yeah gold and actually i'm told that we actually hit platinum but never got the reward. Mm. We never got the, the uh, trophy cup. yet. Right? But we had a hundred thousand. Yeah, but see that doesn't uh, surpassed a hundred thousand. And that's there. that's platinum in that's Canada. Platinum. Fifty thousand yeah. is gold. But that doesn't surprise me because, like I said, everybody had that record. Yeah. And, and we'll talk about the cruise in a little bit. But when I announced that Kickax was on the cruise, I got people all from all around the world. Yeah. Like well, it was a worldwide, I, deal. Yeah. worldwide deal, but, but it's not just Canada. It's just, I love Kickaxe. I can't believe this is Kickaxe, and this is so great. So you did have that album was a real big statement for you guys. We yeah, had it was. one song in Warsaw, Poland, at one point in time. Dreaming about you. Why? Why was that never released as as a single? Uh, I don't know. It also was top ten for like twelve weeks in San Francisco. We won't get into why. But uh, thought it was dreaming Brian, dreaming about, about Hugh, dreaming about Hugh, dreaming about Hugh, H U G H. For some reason, it, it was a regional hit in nor Northern Cal, but dreaming yeah. about Hugh. <laughs> it was really Brian. big amongst the Playboy Playmates for whatever reason. Yeah, dreaming about Hugh. Oh, yeah. Um, 
and that's that's what I'm saying because like you mentioned you did the priest tour and then it follows up with 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 the white snake tour. Ray, can you go into the the door there? I think we got some wine coming in. Oh, See, well, they yeah, knew kick axe in here. They're they're delivering delivering alcohol to us. So the, the the there was the white snake tour. Which was huge because that was uh, sorry it wasn't white snake it was quiet riot Red, white, white snake, snake yeah. and kick axe hey and uh, oh there we go a free bottle you can just you can just put it right there thank you Wonderful. thank you so much what a great uh, the international rock band kick axe is here oh, okay she's excited about that thank yeah. you <laughs> no, that's good thank you we'll uh, we'll enjoy that in a bit appreciate it. It's okay. Do uh, you guys like wine? You guys, uh, please open it up. Please, they got a gold. They got a platinum record in Canada, here in this country. I forgot where we were. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Um, well, tell us about the, the, the Quiet Riot White Snake Tour and how that came about. Same thing? Uh, yeah. yeah. Scorpions was in. Oh, right, a microphone. Yeah. Oh, there were scorpions too. Yeah, scorpions was in there as well. Yeah, yeah. at Jeez. the very beginning it was scorpions. Yeah, scorpions, quiet riot, kick axe, and then it was scorpions, kick axe, and then I don't know what happened. We'd... But this is this oh, is scorpions now once again at the yeah. height of their powers wow. as well. Oh, we tell tell a us lot. a little bit. What did you learn from the scorps? Tell. I mean, that's a little oh, more of a party tour oh, than priests, I would imagine. Those guys oh, those were. Guys thank you. They know how to party. Top of their game. But yeah, we got a we got we actually got an encore at the old Montreal Forum. Oh, speaking of Montreal yeah. Forum, yeah, we did sell that out. It yeah. wasn't just us. Scorpions were there. <laughs> scorpions, too. Yeah, yeah. scorpions. <laughs> but what was really cool is they set up the Montreal Canadiens players bench. They set a rider up in there for us, so we hung out on the bench and watched Scorpion show. Mm. It was weird. Wine and cheese and everything. Well, that's right. Yeah. yeah, memory, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh. Well, once again, it's it's this band that you watched growing up or, or in the in the business, and now you're playing oh, yeah. with them and the Montreal yeah. Canadians as well. Right? Even better, yeah, exactly. Yeah, for so, all the hockey fans, out there. were the were the Scorpions? Uh, was this a band that would, would spend time with you guys and hang out with you? Oh or? yeah. Mm. Yeah, they are crazy Germans. Yeah. And in Quebec City, we went tearing up uh, old town Quebec yeah, it City. Like, it was like a, a bar, but it was a house. It was, yeah, but it was cobblestones and iron railings. And they threw us out because <laughs> Scorpions <laughs> were trying to order beer in German. We're trying to order beer in English. And they just got fed up. The French, they just said, but no, you get out, out get couch, out. Like a living room coach. Yeah, they the just bar. threw us out and said, no, you can't be here. Go away. Who has the Scorpions? Klaus Mein is a Scorpion beer. You know, like, get out. But this is all happening in the States, too. Like, we're talking about a very, you know, Canadian-centric band, but you, the Scorps tour was in the States. and Yeah, we yeah, played with them lot. down there in Ohio, uh, through Ohio and stuff. Now, are, are there other radio stations in the States that are that are jumping on you guys and oh, picking yeah. you up as well? They were. We, we had track in that, yeah. Yeah, we had mm. good, uh, again, with the stuff that, the groundwork that Quiet Riot laid down. There was a <laughs> great doors. network of radio stations ready to play whatever Pasha had next. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we had... Good exposure before we got there, for sure. Mm -hmm. yeah, which was good. Which was great. And then you guys did a couple shows even with, with Metallica. 
That's right, too. Cool. Later on, yeah. Now, this is something I never knew until I read. There's, there's a website, the Kickaxe website that we talked about. Yeah. And actually, yeah. Dean Mullen said, hey, look, they, they played with Metallica? Like, really? Yes, and, we uh, did. What, what's the, 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 the connection there? Uh, <laughs> Howard Ungerleader, the lighting director for Rush. Because Gosh, he might still be with them, I think. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. What a great guy. Yeah. She was there at the beginning. And he was there right to the end. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's wrapped for them. But right. Howard... He uh, he took a liking to Kickaxe when we first played in Toronto. He made us a home cooked meal one. Yeah, yeah, he took Toronto. us to his house, but he, <laughs> yeah. we, we didn't have a clue who he was. But we were playing this dive on Young Street. I shouldn't say dive; it was an iconic dive. Uh, Lee's Palace, the Gas Works, Gas Works, yeah, the Gas Works, yeah. and it's not a dive; it was excellent. Oh no, <laughs> that's a dive. You couldn't see as much because you're behind the drums. Yeah. You, you you were sheltered, but. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, so he's he's palling us out, and he starts telling us about yeah he's he's branching out you know from the rush thing, and he discovered this band in San Francisco, Metallica. Mm. This is where we first heard about Metallica was from Howard Ungerleader. Mm. Anyways, as time goes by, time goes by, he facilitated us doing some opening shows for Rush in Western Canada, and again he goes yeah I remember us telling you about that band Metallica, and I go yeah yeah we kind of see that they're on the up and up ride the lightning okay great he goes yeah they got a new record coming out uh it was the one with the crosses on master, master puppets master of puppets, puppets. puppets. Yeah. how yeah. could i forget mm -hmm. and uh cliff had just tragically died in in that bus accident in, in uh, mm -hmm. scandinavia somewhere and so he says yeah well you know, i'm going to talk to your manager I, re I really think it'd work well you guys you know touring with with these guys from san francisco uh, yeah okay we'll give it a go and uh we quit oh really it was rough yeah 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 it it was like 98 percent teenage males throwing things and spitting <laughs> wow and we came out all all guns blazing the heaviest stuff we had i think we opened with heavy metal shuffle i mean it's usually our closing, to, mm -hmm. but you know we, we, we just kept playing that over and over. The yeah, we, yeah. I mean, cause for alarm, head with a shovel. Started, cause yeah. for alarm, head with a shovel. The first couple of songs, but then the stuff's raining down, and it's just like, wow, this is abuse, man. <laughs> a, a totally different world than opening for you know. Royalty. Well, when you're talking with Scorpions and, and Priest, Priest, that's the kick-ass vibe. And, a yeah, little more, a little more so, well, yeah. And, and people forget about this because I was once again there at that time as a fan. Metallica was was crushingly heavy. Oh, Like yeah. there was Motorhead and Metallica was yeah. even above that. Yeah. Now, where Metallica's played in every hockey rink and every mm -hmm. radio station, they're almost like, you know, like like yeah. like Whitesnake used yeah. to be. Yeah, Classic yeah. Rock. yeah. Got a hold of them, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Mellow yeah. out, yeah. So to open for them at the time playing, you know, kind of Master Puppets heavy tunes, but not thrash tunes yeah. was yeah, probably exactly. what a harmony was. Right. Oh, no, yeah, there's yeah, no harmony. They, they, they were still yeah. pretty raw at this point, like I was saying. Yeah. And we just said, thanks, but no thanks, boys. Uh, we're out of here. You know, it was just too... Is that what happened? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We walked. No one tells you anything, man. No. Yeah, I think we, <laughs> we we lived through three dates. They were all in, in Ontario, Canada. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Was Metal Church or something? Yeah, Metal Church was part of the bill, too. I was calling them Aluminum Cathedral. Aluminum Cathedral. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's funny because I saw that tour at the at the Playhouse Theater in Winnipeg. Yeah, we were Metallica. You guys were gone at we that point in time. Skip. So had you not uh, skipped, you would have been there. Yeah, had we not been barraged with garbage, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we would still been there. I, I didn't understand it. It was just. It's funny though because the Playhouse Theater is where, and you mentioned this earlier, where I saw you guys kick uh, headlining. The the one time I say headline because I saw you open for. Uh, the 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 quiet riot gig right right and in then the I arena. saw you, I saw you open for Triumph right. in the big arena yeah and that I specifically went only to see Kick Axe and I remember it's like nice. it's it's like whatever the ticket was twenty bucks it's like I don't have twenty bucks but I want to see Kick I don't care about no offense I don't care about Triumph but I paid my twenty bucks to go see Kick Axe and then I stayed for Triumph but I was like I wish couldn't Kick Axe play longer can we can oh. Kick Axe get an hour and a half and <laughs> Triumph gets thirty minutes <laughs> <laughs> nice nice but but. Uh, so you guys did a headlining tour for yes. Welcome to the Club. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. And there was a, uh, a contest in the Winnipeg Sun where uh, if you if you, you clip the thing out of the paper, put your name on it, you send it in. If they pick you, you get to meet Kick-Axe backstage and you get to sing on stage with them. So I didn't win, but my friend, this guy's name was David Birds, B-U-R-D-Z. He won. And he's wow. like, well, who's the biggest Kick-Axe fan? I know I'll take Chris. So we went, and I got to sing uh, uh, with a little help from my friends, my friends on, there. on stage with you guys. That's right, That's and people yeah. people laughed at me for years because I I was pushing everybody else out of the way because <laughs> like to, to get to the front of the mic. You actually nice. muscled in on my microphone on stage, Chris. I remember it. That's I, that's uh, yeah. It's you remember who was that little asshole in Winnipeg? It was you. No, and I, I even talked to our manager after. I said I thought it was just supposed to be chicks that won the contest. <laughs> <laughs> Little did I know all these years later we'd be stilettos or nothing. And, yeah. You know, but at the time, yeah, you you were so, on stage, but I, I was, was there. Yeah, yeah. So, so you, you guys singing would, in my mic. You guys would do this uh, every night, have like a, a contest with people singing on stage. Everybody yes. break all every the city we were in. Pedals, yeah, with for for that second album, yeah. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. Something was arranged. Yeah. That, that was at the Playhouse. I think yes. it was, uh, it was I think in the it was theater. A, yeah, the Playhouse yeah. Theater. Guitars yeah. all taken at the end of the show. At, at the end of the show, the the Winnipeg Sheriff's Department uh, seized all of our equipment. In Winnipeg, that yeah, that very night. What happened? Uh, I wrote a yeah, song that's about a it. long story. Hey. What's, you wrote a song about it? Yeah, it's called Rockin' Days. Oh, yeah, yeah, from yeah, the X4. It's, yeah. uh, if you listen to that, all the lyrics to that, it just grabs Give out. me that guitar, boy. That cop took my axe bass right off me, and I thought it was a road crew guy. Mm-hmm. And then I know, oh, he's wearing a gun. Hmm. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's not road crew, or unless he's, you know, <laughs> from another crew. <laughs> yeah. We won't name names. So but, uh, they walked on stage and confiscated your gear. Yeah, right? after, yes. after we were after done, the encore. back in the dressing room. They were back, all backstage waiting to pounce. And they loaded up a 45-foot or whatever it was. We had no idea what was going on until they said, well, you haven't played, paid any of your bills. And, and yeah. we thought everything was getting paid. And the, 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 basically, and I think I can oh, yeah. put the numbers together here. Just the, I think the, the management was not paying the bills that you thought they were going to be That's paying. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And because it was Kickaxe's kick debt, they came and took your, your gear. Personally. They did. Yeah. They took everything. And uh, back then, like you say, we were headlining, so we had... We we had everything on the line. It was on our everything's riding on our ass, you know. Like it, wow. everybody, we still got to pay all these uh, for semi trucks, everything. Oh yeah, yeah the, buses. The, the cost so of the show. Yeah. How, what, what did you guys? I mean, obviously, how do you feel is, is an Oprah question. But what were you guys thinking at this point in time? Disbelief. 
dumbfounded because yeah, yeah, we thought everything just... was getting paid. And it yeah. wasn't. Uh, well, and then we had to go to Thunder Bay the next night. So we did end we... up playing there because we, the PA wasn't ours, so they didn't confiscate that. The lighting show was still coming along. All our, yeah, our guitars, uh, drums were taken. Everything was taken. So Stage gear. Amplifiers. So if you listen to the song, how I would describe it. Mm -hmm. uh, you go ahead. You tell the story right now while you got everyone's attention. Well, we got to Thunder Bay and we had no equipment. So <laughs> we had to play in the backup band's equipment. White Wolf. Well, no, White no, this Wolf. wasn't White Wolf. This oh, was a local White, basement oh, Thunder White Bay Wolf band. White Wolf was oh, on yeah. tour oh, yeah. with us at that White time. Wolf. Just the one off for Winnipeg. Winnipeg. I don't know why I remember White yeah. Wolf. They, they were there that night. And when when yeah. they saw the sheriff's backstage, like because you know their their dressing rooms and stuff, they're going, "Oh my God, we got to get away from these kickaxe guys. They're they're connected to the mafia or something because they're all going down." So the next day we just had a local backup in Thunder Bay. Yeah, it was just a small little teeny kid, and I got this massive. Because you, you had the big toms oh, yeah. and the yeah, octobons. And then I had one little tom like this the next day, and I was just going, oh. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> listen to the yeah. lyrics of that yeah. song. It was, it, was a, it was our, you know, roughest, I actually got a runner, one of the venue runners, yeah. to put me in his van, and we went to two pawn shops, and really? I rented, like, a PV 212 50-watt thing, like, just... I had no idea what we were in for. We had to have some kind of amps. So the pawn shop yeah. rented us for a day. Like, and Just yeah, thinking. Yeah. Go ahead, Ray. No, I was going to say, this was Thunder Bay, Ontario right. in 1985. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you know, it was pretty rough town. And also, too, for the extra little uh, uh, slap of the face, I believe it was in, like, January. Yeah, it was winter it time, was. I believe. So yeah. it's, like, minus... 30. Yeah, yeah. Was, so not, for the not, extra not, special, for some, just... For some crazy reason, the fans still loved us. They didn't even oh, yeah. seem to notice. We still get letters today. Oh, I was at it was the Bay show. It was awesome. A bit See, of but there's, but there's, and this is where you become a pro as a pro. You know what I mean? Like, I have mm -hmm. this light-up jacket that I wear, and sometimes it doesn't work. Like the lights Rick, go out. Like, I told, yeah, yeah. yeah, I told Paul Stanley, he goes, you know, you're better than a lighted jacket. He goes, sometimes on my ride out into the thing on Love Getting, I get stuck there hang, <laughs> hanging like laundry. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, are you better than that or not? You guys yeah, are a great yeah. band. Okay, so your gear wasn't up to snuff, but the kid in the front row probably never even realized it. Exactly. Like, Kick is here, right? Yeah, yeah. we showed you know? up. That's all that mattered. We did, showed did up. Did you finish the tour? Did you get your get your stuff back? It ended there. That was the last show of, it, of yeah. that leg, yeah. yeah because so we just... got word from our legal defense team that we were in a lot of trouble legally, that uh, there was a uh, federal government or whatever, there was a government seal on the trailer in, at a compound in Winnipeg behind barbed wire. <laughs> controlled by the government and uh, because, we were in a lot of trouble because the bills that you owed yeah yes how much money did you owe how much could you owe oh my god he wasn't paying anything <sighs> not even the insurance and we sent him every dime after yeah it's it's the classic yeah unclassic rock and roll story yeah. same oh. reason why the beatles had none of their publishing right dick james Signed them to a deal when they were seventeen and never gave it back for forty years or whatever it yeah. was. Had to fight for it back. Yeah. Then. So you guys basically were under the assumption that you're getting taken care of. You weren't, and then suddenly you lose all your stuff. Absolutely, yeah. just like that. Yeah. It's a real what, what was because and obviously you mentioned Streetheart. I know there was some issues. That what was the the, the deal? Because apparently, and you don't have to go too much into it. Apparently, Spencer Proffer wasn't the best guy in the world either. Apparently. 
No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, they they were they were certainly partners in Cahoots. crime to you know to, to sure. coin a phrase, but but he was also you know down in the states. He was not only the place the studio where we recorded the stuff, but he was also the record company. He publisher. was also the publisher. So it's you know it's three hats that are you know worn by the same person that which takes huge chunks of the pie, right? Sure. You know, and, and he had you guys writing songs for Wasp. Oh, and yeah. songs Black for, Sabbath, for, for King Cobra. King Cobra yeah. I mean, a couple tunes. King yeah. Cobra's only two good songs on that record were kick-ass <laughs> and, and, and i never realized it until you saw it on the record like holy shit hunger is kick-ass piece of the rock is kick-ass yeah. are those songs that you had submitted that he said we're not going to use them and gave them to somebody else or did you know uh-huh. they were going to those bands well we, we wrote we them down there we wrote those songs we, wrote when them we, were there. There. we didn't know they were going to them no yeah, oh, okay he actually says i'm going to aspen i'm going skiing in aspen for the weekend here's the keys to pasha and he gave stuff. us his uh swiss engineer hans peter huber who's yep. great yeah. yeah yeah so we had we just said, what we got the keys to the to the ferrari so we just uh, <laughs> so we, we stayed in the played. studio all weekend eating astro burgers and, <laughs> you mentioned uh, that twice so far yeah well the right next door was astro he got traumatized because uh, oh, a roach ran out of his burger on the, well, the cockroaches had hood ornaments on them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways I, I loved it and uh so he says, write, write me some songs. I got Black Sabbath coming in here after you guys. Mm. And I said, oh, okay. Yeah, that's Hunger Came that weekend. And, Piece and of the up, Rock. Up the Creek soundtrack, he wanted us to do that too. But I guess that was a different Yeah, Up the Creek was already underway. Yeah, yeah. yeah but then yeah. There, was, there, there was, I know the Wasp record, there was a couple on that. And then there's yes, the, the infamous Transformers. Transformers, the Transformers yeah. Transformers. Weird Scotty Brothers thing. Shady, shady thing there. We weren't, even, we weren't even allowed to be called Kick Ass. He changed yeah, our name yeah. without even telling us he was doing this. So that really? would have something to do with uh, making more money. Because the name, the, there's two songs on the, on the, and we're talking cartoon Transformers from yeah, the original, original, original. There's two songs on it. Both of them are really cool. And the band is Spectre General. Spectre General. Why, and, and you said they changed the name for money purposes? We, well, we don't even know. Yeah, I, yeah. We don't know why they changed it. We were told that Walmart wouldn't take the album. I seem to, seem to remember this, that they oh, wouldn't take God. the album because of the name Kick Axe. Oh, that's right. There is controversial, the, that I guess. That, it doesn't that's sound back right. when sounds... there was all those uh, women from the yeah yeah. I remember D uh, D Snyder stood stood up to them really well yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in Congress or whatever the heck. So that it could was be in wrong. Maybe States. maybe that was. Really but it's funny though, and just to say to, to another <laughs> thing, like in 1984, Kick Axe it was pretty raunchy. was pretty raunchy. Like yeah. it seriously yeah. was. Yeah. And I was yes, talking to Michael enough, Sweet yeah. from Striper the, uh, a couple of days ago. To hell with the devil. Yeah. Was yeah. so controversial. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kick it's ass. So controversial, right? Yeah. And yeah. I just put it together a while ago. It's not just kick ass. It's a pickaxe crossed with a kick ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, people were like, like your shirt says kick ass on it. You can't wear that to school. Well, I'm going to wear it to school, mom. I don't care. <laughs> Rebellion, right? But I mean, the, so so that might be the reason because of that. Yeah, possibly. But it was, I think, it was also just a way to funnel all the all the proceeds from that <laughs> away from thing. away from yeah. away from us and well, it, some entity called Spectre General. They, <laughs> sure, sure. sure. <laughs> well, the one song they were completely successful in scooping up all the publishing. But n- nothing's going to stand in our way. Got swiped out from under us. Was that your song? Yeah, yeah. Our song. yeah. you wrote it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hunger yeah. though was already stamped. And everything, and it, the, the Black song. Sabbath guys heard it, liked it, but then Ian Gillen quit to go back to Perfect Strangers. Um, the Deep Purple, Purple reunion, thing. yeah. So that fell, and that's how King Cobra got their hands on it. But it was already 
it was already a done deal with all the publishing and the songwriting credits were already written in blood. Mm. But the other song that wound up, Nothing's Gonna Stand In Our Way, which I love that song, mm. that one got swiped. Gone forever. And it ended up with, with, with a guy from Australia and people think that he wrote this song. Mm. I, 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 I have to pull myself away from my computer when I'm looking at this stuff on YouTube. Yeah, Kickax stole John Farnham's song. John Farnham. <laughs> and I'm going, yeah, sure Ooh. we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Sure I mean, we did. It, yeah. it, it, it's a rock and roll story. <laughs> and, and like, I mean, obviously you guys now, you play play shows now and, and you're, you're back playing. Obviously it bugs you and bothers you that, that these yeah. things happen. But it happened to so many bands. Countless, oh, yeah. Countless yeah. bands, right? You got to move on. It's sure. almost as young guys, you, 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 you got this dream and then somebody came and, and it's like that happens to so many bands over the years a lot of sharks the only bad the thing about it is uh how we ended uh yeah we couldn't play anymore we had we tried to play and everywhere we played the sheriff would show up and take all court orders really everywhere oh, yeah, it was brutal so we were forced to go into bankruptcy and we weren't allowed to play for seven years yeah. so wow so what do you do that's that it that's yeah it. that's it do you want a beautiful lawn Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. You know, it's funny because it's, well, funny is not the word, but every record you guys did was different, but all in a good way. You know what I mean? Like, Welcome to the Club is not as much, there's some, if you're going like whatever the word is, heavy rock, priest style. Yeah. Melodic. Melodic. Yeah. And, and Welcome to the Club had it, but the, like, the, I remember when it opened up with Welcome to the Club. It's such a different song. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like with the acoustic intro to start the second record, that takes a lot of balls. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It was on yeah. purpose. Go to head there. Rah, rah. Sure. Rah. Listen, it's a great tune, but when I'm expecting heavy metal shuffle, and it starts with like, van, 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 da, da, da. and then, and so you had that element of it. And then I know that you were, weren't there for Rock the World. Rock the World was very, very proggy. That's crazy. Yeah. That almost, yeah, like, I, I still that. don't know what a devacon is and i've i've been looking for years yeah when you find out let me know <laughs> yeah right uh, now there's a, i looked in encyclopedia there's wikipedia google no one really knows exactly what it is but the, the, everything was always different like musically even with all this shit that was going on from a business standpoint artistically and creatively the band was always always great yeah you're able to, to, to separate devacon the two is just a strong name that's somebody you're looking up to is, is, is you right? Is it your? Is it George? Larry, Larry came up. With Larry came up. Devacon. Yeah, it, I, I believe it's it's a uh, it's a realm in a science fiction book that Larry read, uh, high on mushrooms outside of Houston, <laughs> Texas, or something. Um, but. You like that song? I heard. I love it. I love that song. I like that. That's a cool yeah. tune. Yeah. Don't I mean, that was the drums on it are crazy. crazy Wicked, you know? Yeah, crazy, yeah. Great exactly. guitars. Yeah. All, all the. Uh, musicianship on an album. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was re re every record was different from the but last. They let us go. 
We didn't have him going, hey, because we produced We this. made that mm. record ourselves. So mm. no one's going, you can't do that. Spencer probably, you just stay four on the floor and you don't do that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's was nobody. Was nobody okay. Sh- Here we yeah, go. We so we could do and you were gone at that point, Ray. What, what I, predicated you leaving at that point? Uh, well, girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. A girlfriend whose mother was dying, you know, gotcha, whoops, gotcha. Getting from yeah, cancer yeah. and stuff. And, and we were, you know, it was, you know, I guess a, a reflective time where you're sitting in a, Denny's in North Bay, Ontario, you know, and you're thinking, well, last year we were opening up for the Scorpions. This year we're, you know, in North Bay, Ontario, and and there was the issues at home, so mm-hmm. it just it seemed uh, but, but at there, the time. And that, that is something that I noticed, like reading once again this website, all the tours you had for Vices, and then those tours that weren't there for Welcome to the Club. Was that yeah. a record company thing? That it's a lot of they, that. Yeah, like yeah. I say, we were. You know, we're the top of the priority of the promo company. We got the top budget for all the promo, and then you know, next the next year it was it was another a different yeah, band. There's it was nothing somebody you can else. do about that. It's yeah. just like right. the tide yeah. rolls in, the tide rolls out. You know, it's yeah. yeah, and like and like you said, once again, I mean, it wasn't due to the quality of the band yeah. going down. You know, the circles. Going. It's just a push <laughs> behind right, right, it, you right. know, to, to push it to radio, to but push I'll, it to media. All being said, though, I mean, you know, we we did get. Get onto some decent things here and there. They just weren't of the extensive coast to coast variety. With the name value of like the Scorps, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Like we like we did thirty nine dates with Quiet Riot, White Snake. We did thirty five dates with uh, Judas Priest, and mm-hmm. coast to coast, and and they sort of dovetailed into each other. So. You think, well, this is how my life's going to be for the rest of my life. Because what are you, twenty three years old? Yeah, twenty four, yeah. Twenty two, twenty three. Yeah. Just whippersnappers thinking, okay. All like that hard work like paying off. This how it's going to be forever. Yeah, but that's and what, it gets tougher. But yeah, we, we did some dates with Rush though. Which I really enjoyed that's that, huge. which was huge. That's a good mix for you Although guys. I came a, yeah. around a corner backstage, and Danny oh, was right in my face. Yeah, he scared you, the hell out of me. You almost <laughs> killed him. <laughs> that poor guy. He's, he's, he's like a librarian. Uh, You've probably met Getty. Only one time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but like you said, very mild mannered. Very mild mannered. Just a wonderful human yeah. being. Yeah. They all are. And yeah. Yeah. last thing he needed to see was Brian coming around the corner in soggy leather. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Anyways, we'll leave it at that. Sorry, Betty. I'm on the record as saying sorry officially. But you guys also had, like, I remember you had all the hair extensions in there. Yeah, that's like, point. Oh, that's right. It was yes, the time. Yes. Anything to be wild. Uh, another another story is I, I had a camera at that kick show I went to where I got to sing on stage. And this was not even the snaps uh, camera. It was an old school, probably a Kodak where you put wow. the 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 film in the back like a brownie and, and you shut it yeah. it wasn't and you shut it and you take your pictures and you take the film out and you take it in yeah i had all these great pictures i remember oh, so wow. i remember when there was george he was in the he uh he was he was like right i was right in the front row he was just like singing right in my oh, face on my man. camera oh, I'd love and to see that. oh dude and like he, great front man dude george is yeah, great yeah. front yeah, man. Absolutely. great singer great front man so Phenomenal. it was all over you guys were all rocking everyone was so cool i remember like Everyone was like, just like, hey, how you doing? Big pictures. And even though I wasn't a chick, there's still a great <laughs> picture of everybody. Hey, hey, hey. And I went to take the phone, the film in and nothing turned out. Oh, man. And I remember sitting in class drawing every picture that I can remember in taking. Your mind. I took one of Ray over here and there's one of oh. Victor there. And there's one. <laughs> so That's bad. so heartbreaking oh. back then, you know, when that, that film was so. It was in backwards. You know, you didn't just know. In the ether. Yeah. You, just, you didn't know. It's not like that now. Uh, uh, take the picture on your cell phone. I put a filter on it, and everybody looks totally. Great. Yeah, yeah. 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 You can alter it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there was exactly like heartbreak back then with pictures for sure. Tell kids you know, that right. these days they won't believe you. They don't get it. They don't get it, right? 
when you finally um like you said when did you realize that that you couldn't like when did the seven year the ban happen okay the final straw was in Winnipeg at a place called the Again. Zoo. The Zoo, yeah. I used yeah. to hang out there uh, all the, the time. Green zoned it. Green Brothers. Green Brothers. And uh, what's the Green Brothers? The promoter? That they, they own the Oh, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. And uh, we were trying to to do right by everybody. So mm-hmm. when we came into town, there was a company called was it West Sun? Uh, West Sun Lightning. And Bank Bank Walks. So Winnipeg. I think you and Larry went down there with a payment. Gave yes. It to but the weasels. Already planned the sheriff's coming down that night. They looked him right in the eyes and just didn't say anything. Just took the money, knowing well they're going to take all their money later that night. That the sheriffs were coming with a court order to take everything again. They took our money. They could have had the balls and the whatever. Decency. Decency to say, look, boys, it's too late. We Mm -hmm. already have the sheriffs coming. They took the money and smiled their fake smiles. And that... Put us out of business. We didn't even have gas money for the bus. Yeah, the once truck. we finished that night there, <laughs> they took it all, yeah. and that was it. I think we yeah, passed a hat in the, in, the, in the cafeteria to raise some <laughs> gas money to get back to Saskatchewan. To I go think it was my credit card. Parents house. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, well, and once again, this this is not something where I, I and we're this is all, it's a positive story in the end. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I want you guys that are listening, like this, once again, this band was the band. Like you guys were the opening band at that time. Yeah. So for this to go down, like you said, you're passing the hat, but you guys still f-ing rocked. And this is the real yep. dedication of yeah. a great rock and roll band. Never some, give up. Some, never give up. And sometimes it goes your way, sometimes it doesn't. But the integrity of the band, because like I said, there's like, there's guys like, the, every guy in Slash's band now is a kick-ass Fitz and Kearns and oh, yeah. all the guys. Like you guys have an influence on, that, on a whole sure. generation of of, of yeah. people that got into music because of it. You know, mm-hmm. and actually, I have great respect for the fact that it did didn't go the way you wanted it to, but you always held your head heads up and 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 made it to the gig, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's important. We just kept going and kept going until we got batted down so hard we weren't. It was yeah. impossible. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows? I mean, you know, if, if somebody, you know, some prophet would have laid it all out for us and go, okay, this is how it's going to go for the next two years. This is exactly what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I think all of us would have probably said, sure, okay, sure, let's go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it anyways. If someone would have told you when you're going to sign this deal for, for the Vice's yeah. record, yeah. you're going to get all this steam and then this is going to happen, this is going to happen, yeah. and, you're gonna, and it's going to end up with the sheriff stealing all your shit yeah. Yeah. and kicking you out of the venue. You might go, that's yeah. pretty rock and roll. Sure, okay. yeah. totally, yeah. totally let me it. sign yeah. twice, right? <laughs> Do you need a blood sample with that? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Quick story. Did I? I remember one time watching a some a random video, and see, were you in like Rock and Hide or something like I that? Did, did I was yes. a mercenary guitar player? Yeah, hired gun. I remember just one years. time watching. Was like. That's Raymond Arthur Harvey. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, there was a show we did at the Spectrum in Montreal. It was like a filmed M- MTV or much music. Gotcha. Story. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. It was, yeah, it was, it was a fun little time. Just, yeah, yeah. Bob's know, a great guy. He was. Yeah, yeah, he's a very, very cool guy. Now, I, a question I want to ask you as we start to to, 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 to wind down. Victor talking about, and by the way, my, my cousin and I used to think your name is Victor Large when we were kids. So, Large. Victor Large, it's a Victor Lang. That's, <laughs> yeah, well. That's what Paul said. That's what every woman said. Oh, yeah. Um, where did the idea come for this crazy base? It's, it's, oh. it's, it's, it's an axe kind of a, it almost looks like a spaceship. 
That's yeah, uh, yeah. I called it the space base. <laughs> all my guitars were built by this crazy man, a mad scientist in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Fury Guitars, Glenn McDougall, rest right. in peace. What a great guy. Yeah. yeah, he was a mad, mad scientist, a perfectionist. And he's been building my guitars since the 70s when I first discovered this guy at a music store in Saskatoon. He was just too weird to pass up. Sort of like a Nikolai Tesla of guitar Sure, makers. inventor, yeah. And uh, I went to his shop and he had all these avant-garde designs. Crazy enough, his, his normal ones were crazy enough. I still play one of his original designs, my Black Fury. But mm -hmm. uh, I saw this drawing he had and I said, are you ever going to build that? And if you do, build it for me and me alone because it's a cross between a spaceship and an axe. And... Star Wars had just come out. Mm -hmm. said, you know, that, it'd be crazy, crazy cool to have something like that on stage for a stage show. He says, no, I'll never do it. I said, <laughs> no, you must. You must. And then as our, as, as our career advanced and, and we got signed to a record deal, I sent him a postcard from Los Angeles. We're recording. I said, now will you make this, Glenn? <laughs> And he goes, you're in Hollywood? I said, yeah, I told you I, I was going to be a somebody and mm -hmm. that I'd take you along for the ride. He says, okay, I'll build it. He did. He built it. I'm still playing that guitar today. Ever since. Yes. Yeah. You're going to bring it on the cruise. Yes. Todd Kearns uh, and I, Todd plays for Slash's band. Right. Um, we have been trying. Somebody had a Fury for sale on like a eBay or something. And we were like, where? I don't remember. He found it. He goes like, dude, like, do so like, got one stolen too, right? So, yeah. some, several stolen. It might, it, it might, whatever it was. And I was like, we should, let's go halves on this. Like, we need to have a fury. Well, who gets to mm -hmm. keep it? I said, I don't care. You can keep it. Just send me pictures of it once in a while. But it, <laughs> whatever. Like, we want a fury. We must find a fury base because no there. one has a base like that. Yeah, I got yeah. five. Love well, I got one like that, but I got five fury. Guitars. How does it play? How's the action on it? Ooh. It's my baby. You must love it, yeah. Oh, yeah the black one actually is built specifically hands down for my for my hand, for, mm. for my fret hand. But it's not crazy enough, though. Yeah, it's, <laughs> uh, I, I'm stuck. The sense the rock uh, the on the road to rock video. I I debuted it. That guitar was debuted. Now tell me if I'm wrong, guys. I think for the priest tour. Yeah. He had it ready for the priest yeah, tour. Yeah, because it's in the On the Road Rock video. Yeah, and I had it on, on the Judas Priest tour. He had it ready. I had to go to Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, which is an exotic locale. Isn't it? <laughs> and uh, pick this thing up and then fly back wherever it was. But I, I grabbed it and I've been stuck with it ever since. But it's your, good, it's your gimmick. Way. Yeah, it's my it's gimmick. Your, even made it on the cover of the uh, Rock the World record. Well, it's like 40 totally. pounds, though. He's having a hard time with it. Now. I did, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's like wearing an oak coffee table now as I advance in age. But, yeah, uh, it's becoming the name of it is the coffee table, not the, not the space It's very base, yeah. heavy. It's solid, solid Canadian maple. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about um, when the band got back together again, because I remember once again, like you said, you were gone right. for the longest time. And then suddenly you hear, uh, you know, rumblings that Kickaxe is doing some other stuff and you guys did another record and now you're playing shows. And, and, and what was kind of the, the reunion process? And also, too, because we talked about once again, George Christian, Kristen, great singer, great frontman, But now you have Daniel, who's yeah. those those notes that George sang are not easy and Daniel no. nails them I listen we watch we analyze because I'm a hardcore fan well who's this Daniel Nargang how good is he dude he's good mm -hmm. what kind of led you guys uh, the concept of reuniting 
And then how do you find a new singer for the band? Well, it was very, very tough. We tried for about, what, five years, guys? Five years uh, poking at George Christian. Uh, come on, you know, like CBS is re-releasing these things. It was, at that time, the 20th anniversary of Vices. So. George, George took it really hard. Fifth, uh, he yeah. took it really hard when you guys had to, had yeah, to stop? It, it, was, it like, was devastating. It was like your mother and father dying in a car yeah. Gotcha. So, he uh, he took it the worst. He just couldn't get over the 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 betrayal, I yeah. guess, yeah. of our yeah. manager. It was utter, just despicable betrayal. And hey, we're all homeless. Let's let's call it what it was. We were seriously, actually, kicked to the curb, literally. Did you ever talk to to, to Stratacheck and say what? Dude? No. Yeah, the RCMP tracked him to uh, the Dominican Republic. Oh God. Oh yeah, yeah, he skipped. And by the way, once again, this is the same guy that was managing yeah, Streetheart yeah, and did the same thing to that great but, band as well. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't know what drove him to do such things. Right. To, he was like a big brother to everybody. I know Streetheart guys thought of him as their big brother, same as us. And, mm -hmm. and he, let's be clear, he did a lot of wonderful things. Mm -hmm. A lot of things we never would have gotten to without his hard work. But in the end... We're kicking a dead horse here. Uh, yeah, yeah. But know, so George took it George, bad. Uh, yeah, he was, And so you're trying to get him to come back. He just refused. No dice. So now here's an interesting sideline. My first guy that I wanted to talk to, and I, I mentioned this, I believe, to Raymond M. Bryan and Larry for sure, was Todd Kearns. I said, hey, a Saskatchewan boy, you know? Lynn Lake. Yeah. Wow, a, wow. got to be a prairie <laughs> guy. He's Lynn Lake, yeah. yeah Lynn yep. Lake. Actually, it's Lan Lanigan, Lanigan, Saskatchewan. Lanigan, Lanigan. okay. Yeah. Yeah, Which is like large. Yeah, <laughs> Victor Lanigan, Victor Large. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, that's that's who I was, uh, you know, I was thinking, well, you know, like, that would be the way to go. And, but he, he had stuff going on. Is that on. Todd Kearns on the phone? He might still want he the might gig. Be listening in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he might still want it. They're in Winnipeg tonight. Yeah, I know. It's Slash's birthday. Yes, that's right. Happy birthday. <laughs> so, you, so, so you wanted to talk about Todd? Top of the list. Yeah. yeah. And then no, that that wasn't going to fly. So, uh, I knew Danny in Regina. And but meanwhile, everyone else is on board. You, Brian, your brother Larry, Raymond, you're <laughs> yeah, back well, in the fold. Yeah, back in there. Yeah. Like yeah. just if we could just get George to yeah. believe, you know that that this it won't end terribly. Mm -hmm. That's I think was his greatest. Fear. What he told me, he said, he said, I have no problem being on the album whatsoever, Brian. Just sample my voice. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, he, he was willing to sing to record, but he wanted nothing to do with live performance right and which is hey let's face it that's the realities that's the bread and butter of the business now that yeah. that era that's what you do you get out yeah. and play yeah but to be fair like he after after that hall you know went down he got into the movie you know in the business and he was on location doing True enough. uh that was his business now was he was you know was uh, he doing some some kind of teching for location sound yeah like he was the guy running the booms and running uh you know, uh, yeah, he was busy. He was busy, oh. and and those then those kind of shoots, you you're going in for sixteen hour days for weeks at a time, and you just can't say, hey, I got a tour, mm -hmm. I got to go on for a week, so I'll be back in a week. They say, no, you're mm -hmm. you're you're not coming right, back. Right, right, right. So it's that, that kind in, of business, right? I got gotcha. you. We'll we'll fill in the blank there a bit. He he did stay in the circus as as we call it, like um, our our old front of house and 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 uh, tour manager Dan Fraser started a record company called Network and. 
had all the stuff going on and George went out on the road for how, how long Raymond? Oh, was, years and years with little like affair. Babysitter for Avril. Yeah, I know he was doing some stuff. Was he, was, was he vocal yeah. coaching Avril or something? Doing stuff some like of that. that. Yeah. Whatever needed yeah. to be done. Right. Yeah. Managing exactly. yeah. And yeah do, he, he was living the life. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So still, behind still, the scenes, still in the business. Yeah. yeah, yeah and then when he came back to Vancouver after running, years of the avril show uh he got into the film side of things with the with the audio side that's, the, that's the right, technical yeah. thing mm-hmm. and that's when these offers started coming in okay uh, cbs sony was doing a 20th anniversary commemorative of vices welcome to the club re-release things uh, would we want to do some shows to mm-hmm. commemorate this and uh, he just couldn't commit to it because now he committed to the film industry in vancouver so mm-hmm. For all those that don't know, Vancouver is Hollywood North. Anyway, yeah, yeah, we're all involved in some way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but I can't get into that. But, uh, it's called my mortgage, yes. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah I, so George says, I can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, yeah. So, so once again, this is not an easy gig to fill because the guy's voice is... Yeah. The, the melody, it's, it's, like, it's like when Quiet Rice Problem trying to replace Dubrow. Exactly. They finally got James Durbin... Great, great, great singer. singer. He can hit those notes because you mm-hmm. cannot go back out and not have a guy that's going to hit like, you know, amps yeah. on 10 ears are screaming. I don't know what yeah. octave that is, but it's, it's a high it's octave. Yeah, it's yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, yeah. And again, Danny, he fit the bill. He, he's a Regina Saskatchewan lad like all of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. And so it just worked like a glove. Uh, yeah. I, I went up to him and it was his birthday and I, I was staying in, I was living in Regina for back. I went back home for a while to watch over the parents and it was his birthday and I went to his birthday party and then I realized I forgot to get him a present. So when I walked up to everybody's, he's in the gift line, everyone's giving the gift and I said, Danny, you know, what kind of friend am I? I didn't even get you a card or a present. Do you want to sing for kick <laughs> Happy eyes, birthday. His eyes yeah. pop out and he goes, are you for real? Because his first concert in his life was like what you're describing. His first ever concert was in the hometown, our hometown crowd. Center of the Arts. Center of the Arts in Regina. His first concert as a teenager was mm-hmm. to see kick in front row. And I said, no, I'm, I'm dead serious, actually. And I'll tell you more about it after your birthday party. But uh, yeah, think it over. You don't have to answer me now. He goes, yes. <laughs> he, he didn't waste <laughs> yeah, yeah. five seconds. He said, yes. I said, well, okay. Well, I guess we're flying to Vancouver. Mm. Here we are. That's, that's so, so, so when you guys, because uh, now, once again, there's, there's such a resurgence of, of rock and roll, especially from that era. And you're talking about Helix and Lee Aaron and, and all these great acts from that era. And I know you guys do a lot of stuff with Helix. Oh, do yeah. you guys play a lot of gigs? And mostly it's always in Canada, right? It's Canada, yeah. Yeah. Which and Killer Dwarfs as well. Killer Dwarfs, another them. great yeah, band yeah, of yeah. the same ilk. Yeah. yeah, very much so, yeah. Great, great guys. Nice guys, yeah. Do you ever think, because this is what's going to happen, and I, I said this to a couple of friends of mine, when you guys, when we get closer to the cruise and when people start hearing that Kick Axe is on this cruise, you're going to start getting offers from, from overseas. I'm just telling you right now. I you hope know? so. Because yeah. Europe is totally into yeah, we, what you guys do. We did, need to go there. Do. And we need to go there, yeah. Did yes. you ever go to Europe at all? We didn't. Wow. Uh, no, no, but we'd be into doing that. Because I remember, I re, I've, once again, this website, this Kickaxe website has reviews from Kerrang! Magazine and yeah, you know, yeah, Kerrang! Metal Hammer! Yeah, magazine. Right. Yeah. We should have went, but 
again, that's a management issue mm -hmm. and a label issue and all, all, all of the above. But, uh, yeah, it's never happened for us, but that's, just but that's happened. why like, so, so just like I said, as, as we, as we wind down here, but we were, uh, putting together the lineup for the screws. I did one last year, the first one. Oh, this is the second one. This is okay, the second yeah, one. Man. So, so I pick part up like I, I don't have part D. That's right. Yeah, I got it. So I was starting to look into bands for the first one, and now there's rock and roll cruises where these bands get paid ridiculous amounts of money. Yeah, my budget is different because it's wrestling, it's rock and roll, it's right? comedy, it's it's, it's everything. It's yeah. everything. So I can't afford you know three hundred grand for Alice Cooper. No, right? <laughs> Not even close. So I have to put together a lineup of bands that I enjoy that have the same vibe, which is a party yeah. vibe. Yeah. Last time the the, the basic I got uh, well the, the basic co headliner because uh, I put Fozzie on top because I know I'm not going to overcharge myself and I'm not going <laughs> to screw myself. Yeah. Phil Campbell, nice. uh, big big friend, a good friend of mine, just wanted to be involved. He came down with the Bastard Sons, his new band, Phil from Motorhead, obviously. Yeah. And then Corey Taylor's girlfriend was booked in one of these other things, so I had Corey Taylor as well. Great lineup of bands, and it's not killing the the, yeah, the, yeah. the bottom line, but it, everybody's rocking. So yeah. when we're putting together the, the lineup for this cruise, we had some ideas, and I was like, you know what? It's my cruise. I love Kickaxe. I want Kickaxe. Let's let's get Kickaxe going. <laughs> nice, nice. So I text Fitz. I'm like, do you got Vic, Victor Victor Large's number? And uh, he did, and we started talking. So how do you guys feel about doing this cruise? It's a completely different oh. vibe for you guys. You've never Absolutely. done one of these cruises. Yeah. Um, and we're we're it's it's basically a United States crowd where a lot of people are excited to see you guys. Yeah, yeah. they haven't seen us for how long? Since well, exactly. Back when USA? Yeah, and some might never have seen you. Yeah, you know, there's a, there's a whole new generation of 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 people, of kids, and and, and yeah, fans. exactly. I do get a, a lot of messages from US. We do, yeah. What the heck, you know? mm -hmm. So yeah, this is really good. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. No, because you think of all the tours we mentioned, Scorpions and White Sands. All the Quiet people Ride. we played in front of. Coast, yeah, coast, exactly. Coast, that coast. only saw us maybe once. Mm -hmm. and, and then we were just gone, you know, mm -hmm. like this ghost. Now so, they yeah. all come on your cruise and we have a <laughs> time. Was it, uh, I know you guys had to have some band meetings and stuff. Was it a tough decision to make to go or? Well, well yeah. Cruise in Miami? Not really, not for me. <laughs> just <laughs> logistics more logistics, than anything. Logistics, obviously, yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, we, we, we figured it out real quick. I, I was the I was the cheerleader after you phoned me, Chris. Yeah, it's yeah. Victor here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anyways, I, I just figured, well, you know, let's... Let's I, see if we can make it work. Yeah, I, I I can read read a crowd pretty good, and I was like, if I just call and just let them know, like, you guys, this is so good for you to do. You got to do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm really excited to have you guys on board because once again, not only one of my favorite bands, but I want other people to hear you guys, well, and I want people that. to know that don't live in Regina, Saskatchewan, <laughs> Saskatoon, Winnipeg, Calgary, yeah, whatever. Keep doing this. For yeah, yeah. That you guys are out there because I'm telling you right now, they are. The, the the metal world in Germany and 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 all these other places, mm -hmm. I always say Germany because Germany's the it's one. Still there, they are. Yeah, yeah Germany there. is huge. Yeah, there's tons of festivals there, and there when they hear Kickaxe is active, well, let's give well, them a let's, call. Let's give which is call. why we have now an Instagram page for Kickaxe, yes. and we're Thank teaching you Victor. Yeah. So so the point being that this is all. Um, benefiting all of us yeah you absolutely. know yes. so uh i'm excited to have you guys coming on board with us thanks hey, we're hyped can't up too. wait yeah i can't wait to, uh, yeah. another thing i have to ask you so when i uh, grew up I, I went to westwood collegiate in winnipeg 
And at one point in time, there was a huge uh, 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 commotion brouhaha amongst all the kids because Kickaxe was coming to Sturgeon Creek. Now, Sturgeon Creek was the high school that was kind of down the road. It was part of our school system. Mm-hmm. But every you could only get in if you went to Sturgeon Creek. And there was guys from Westwood trying to sneak in, oh, trying to get in. <laughs> and no one could get this one guy I know that saw the mythical kickaxe show in Sturgeon Creek High School. Why did you guys play Sturgeon Creek? Do you Why? remember? The yes, Winnipeg it was it, it was a, a promotion because yeah. we were just getting ready to go on tour. Welcome to the club tour. Yeah. And uh, what was the promotion? It was a, a canned food drive. Yeah, for, like a food for, drive. For That's the, right. For the needy. <laughs> yeah, we, we were doing our community service. and uh, But the, the the gist was there was, you know, people in need for families that were going hungry. And whoever and came up with the most. Whichever school. That's whichever right. high school in all of Winnipeg, Canada, came up with the most canned goods in their whatever. <laughs> oh, shit. Serious? Principal that, office. That's that. Yeah, and I, I remember that it was a tie. Because they waited, they, they they so we played two high schools. We we, we did play yeah. two high schools and for nothing. Yeah, and uh, so Sturgeon Creek. Sturgeon Creek was one, and I'm trying to remember the St. Mary's one. or what's there's the St. Mary's St. James. Well, St. James yeah. is where I'm from, so maybe St. Mary's is more active. okay. Yeah, yeah. So St. Sturgeon Creek and these guys were the skids. They were like the technical school. They were all like mechanics and stuff. Oh, hey, so they raised the most cans of food. So yeah, Winnipeg <laughs> Sun was the judge and. <laughs> they weighed everything, so I don't know. You know, maybe a can of beans weighs more than Spam a box of Kraft dinner. I don't know. Soup. Yeah, but yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm getting off track here. But uh, uh, just to answer the question quickly, uh, Chris, we're we're raising much needed uh, food for needy for families, and and it was coming into the Christmas cheer season, and I think it tied in with the. With the help from my friends thing, I think because well, we, we, yeah, we just wanted to play some shows to get yeah. our set together for right. Welcome and to the club. so it was rehearsal. Well, a cool thing though, man. Like like once again, like I just saw the Chili Peppers do this a couple days ago. They played at a school in uh, Watts, the, the wow. Watts section. Ooh, really, eh? really. And Holy they're playing it's outside. You know, it's like on, a little man. high school uh, stage, and it's yeah. the freaking Chili Peppers. And there's probably 50 kids, Whoa. and 30 of them have no idea who they are. They're just watching this <laughs> band. These four guys wow. go nuts. That's what it was like to play Sturgeon. There's a guy, my friend Jeff, was he went to Sturgeon, and he still says, yeah, I was there. And I was like, ah, because yeah. no one could get in. You had, it was ironclad. You had yeah. to go to Sturgeon to get into that Jeez. gig. Okay, <laughs> so you never did see us I never got to go school. in. No. Didn't Brent Fitz or something like that see us or something like that okay. in high school or something? You're right. Uh, I remember having a conversation with Brent about... But he went to John Taylor. He might have snuck into Sturgeon. Okay, and Maybe, Tim yeah. Sutton from Street Art, the drummer, seen us at his high school. Yeah. So I'm not sure what high school he was doing. <laughs> yeah. I think it was St. Mary's. That's cool that you guys are playing high schools for, yeah. for food. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Giving you know, back to our adopted community. Once again, that's why you had three hometowns. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Good rehearsals as well. Yeah, exactly. So there, there's the answer. <laughs> and free, free cans of beans uh, for any leftovers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> last, uh, last. I guess the last couple questions for you is, is there's two. What's your favorite gig you ever had, and what's your favorite Kickaxe song to, to either play or, or Whoa. maybe it's obscure. I'll, I'll, I'll start. My favorite gig obviously was the one that I got to see at the Playhouse, where where I was so close and I never had somebody sweat on me before. Just yeah, yeah. Shorts with me. Yeah. And the best Kickaxe song besides, well, I got to go Devacon. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Brian, you answer first. Um, 
it's it's kind of like asking me what favorite song is like. What's your favorite just, child? Yeah. 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 Like is there a gig that stands out to you? When I say kick axe gig, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? I really enjoyed uh, the first Judas Priest show, of yeah. course. I mean, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. actually, it was it was Charlotte, North Charlotte, Carolina. Because Harrisburg oh. got rained out. Yeah, oh, was an came back show to Harrisburg. That got yeah. rained out. Yeah. That's wow. what Charlotte, showed North up. Carolina. <laughs> but but Irvine money. Meadows, California. Yes. Was, it was such a beautiful summer just night. Stole my that answer. really stands out. I just went in the middle of the crowd, <laughs> just sat up there and was watching Judas Priest and nice cocktail in my hand and just. That summer night in Los yeah. Angeles and it was outdoors. Uh, that it's a beautiful venue too. Beautiful. It's a great amphitheater. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a prob- another one that would probably be with the Scorpions and Fast Way. Oh, in Ohio. Ohio. Uh, there's probably <laughs> thirty thousand people, and mm. we played at noon. Wow. Uh, outdoors, and we had such a great party the night before. It was just insane. <sighs> Hardly got any sleep, but it didn't matter. We we're like twenty four, right? <laughs> you know now. how to play the gig, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, oh. the beauty of being 20-something. Yeah, exactly. There's, what, there's too many good ones. You know? What's your favorite kick act song? To play. To play? If that makes it easier. Mm. There you go. Uh, Devacon. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Rick answer. <laughs> How about you, Vic? Okay. Well, he, Brian stole my favorite, uh, well, if favorite you have a- show, but there, there's so many. Let's see. So many. Uh, okay. Uh, it won't be one of the Metallica gigs. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Rush at the Vancouver oh God. Pacific Coast. That was a good one. Wow. That was just down one. the road from here. Yeah. yeah that was because it, we, we had found our legs on it. And yeah, it was magical. And uh, the, the boys in Rush. It was cool because I, I looked to my right yeah. and I, Neil Peart was standing around yeah. through my drum I was solo. just watching was you. They were actually on stage, Alex Lifeson, Getty Lee. Wow. Neil Peart that crazy watching kit, right? what we're doing. And that was the biggest compliment on earth. Mm-hmm. That they that would nice. want to pay attention. Look at these guys. Mm-hmm. So taking the time because you guys know you guys headline shows when yeah, bands. I mean, yeah. did you ever watch White Wolf play? For example, whatever. When, for the, when the headliner yeah. watches the opener. Yeah. That's one of those moments where you're like, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, for it sure. It is yeah. nice. Yeah, I always yeah, try and yeah. take at least one show and watch, at least where they see you watch, even if it's just a song or two. When the opening band yeah. sees that, it gives them, you yeah. know, like, that's great. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, it, Absolutely. That meant a lot. And if I have to answer the trick question, favorite song to play, I, I'm going to go with Hellraisers. Nice. That's a great tune. And that should have been the yeah. first single from, uh, from uh, Welcome from to Love. It was supposed, oh, yeah. to, be the, it was supposed to be the opening song of the album. It oh. was supposed to be the album title as well. Hellraisers. Ooh, too raunchy. Spencer, oh. Spencer changed it in yeah, LA. Yeah, switched it. Kick-Axe Hellraisers. You know what, dude? Hey, you can say yes, no, or whatever, but now hearing that... That would have been a whole different, uh, yeah, whole different club. vibe. And hunger was supposed to be on that record, but it got snatched by the King Cobras. Uh, you guys play that live now, though, right? Oh, we yeah, do absolutely. That's yeah. a great tune. Yeah. yeah, great tune. Yeah, much better when you guys sang it than when they did too. Yeah. Raymond, well, I don't know. So many good shows. Mm. Uh, there was one we did in Toronto, the CNE oh, uh, with, oh, with Scorpions outside. A uh, fantastic show. Yeah, another large You know, one. and I love playing Hellraisers too, I got to say. Yeah. You know, that's one of the tunes I brought to Live. the band. Did you? Second album, yeah. And I just, that's yeah, one and, of and Raymond's songs. It yeah. out. You know, we, we flush out all our songs together, but that, you know, that's my core idea. It's like making that. chili. We <laughs> and Everybody gets to stir it. <laughs> who who, who kind of had like uh, like the riff ideas? Was it was it you and Larry or did you have riffs or Everywhere. just whatever? Yeah. It yeah. all started with drums. 
<laughs> a good beat. <laughs> I just started that rolling heavy metal shuffle. <laughs> and yep. they just fell in. It was just like yep. in three seconds we had a song. Yeah. Like, what do you got it. next, Brian? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Guys, once again, what a pleasure to have you here. Uh, when when I heard I was coming to Vancouver, I said I gotta try and get Kickaxe. Great time to hang out with you guys. And I'm really looking forward to introduce oh, yeah. you to. Uh, Can't wait to rock in the cruise. Yeah, I'm so excited, man. Is it going to be your birthday? Is that what yes. I heard? Oh, it's my birthday. Thanks for that cabin. Yeah, you I got, heard I got it, the man. rock star cabin with the hot tub. Uh, well, yeah, 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 and free champagne. If it doesn't happen, uh, it's not because of me. A yeah, that's a right. trapeze yeah. act. Something happened. Right? Yeah, so, something went wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's on uh, Gary Stratichuk uh, uh, cruise line. So if something goes wrong, it's not me. Uh, seriously, guys, awesome to have you here, and uh, we're really looking forward to having you and, and unleashing you onto the world. That's oh, gonna be fantastic. Oh, Cheers, guys. Forward. Thanks, Chris. Right, thanks, thanks, Chris. For having us, Chris. All right, thanks to Kickaxe. They're playing a hometown show this Saturday night, October 12th at Casino Regina in Regina. And the night before that, they're playing uh, the Century Casino in Edmonton on October 11th. Two huge shows with uh, the Killer Dwarfs, another great Canadian heavy metal band from that time frame. So go listen to Kickaxe Vices now and get prepared to see them if you live in Regina or Edmonton. And get prepared to see them if you're on the sold-out Chris Jericho Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea Part Do. When we set sail January 20th, Kickaxe will be there. Now listen, we're completely sold out. But you still have a chance to join us on the cruise. Get on the waiting list at ChrisJerichoCruise.com. And if a cabin opens up before we set sail, you uh, will be able to join us for the vacation of a lifetime. Uh, AEW is going to be there. I'm going to be there. Fozzie's going to be there. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page doing live yoga on the ship. MVP, one-man show. Ric Flair, uh, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, X-Pac. Uh, Booker T, Charmel, Vicky Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero, Shaw Guerrero, the Vaudettes burlesque troupe, uh, Gabriel Iglesias is the host, Craig Gass is coming aboard, so much great stuff, Farewell to Fear, Light the Torch with Howard Jones, Rubik's Cube, great 80s cover band, Killer Queen, great female queen cover band, Dave Spivak Project, my boy Jared James Nichols will be playing, uh, the entire AEW crew, like we said, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Cody and Brandy Rhodes, Hangman Page, The Luchasaurus, John Moxley, Jungle Boy, Nyla Rose, Penelope Ford, Sammy Guevara, uh, SCU, MJF, and Private Party will all be there for sure. Beyond the Darkness will be there telling live ghost stories uh, around a campfire, stimulated campfire. Uh, so much stuff going on. Go to ChrisJerichoCruise.com and sign up for the waiting list now. All right, coming up on Friday. It's 100 things every WWE fan should know and do before they die with Brian Alvarez from the Wrestling Observer, a brand new book that he wrote. Uh, lots of great stuff in there. So we welcome Brian back to the show on Friday. Until then, stay hard, stay hungry, peace, love, and hugs, and a big yeah, boy. Heavy metal shuffle! Hey.